Aquarius Productions and the City of Biloxi join forces once again this Sunday with another open mic. Starting at 5, local musicians and comedians are welcome to come down to the District Green on Howard Avenue to get some stage time. Free to the public with catering provided by Macon Groceries. Don't miss out on the fun. And remember to contact Aquarius through their Facebook or Instagram for all your entertainment needs. Smiley face emoji. Let's start the show. Oh, that music can only mean one thing. It is time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Wilford Brimley's long-lost grandson, Jacob Craig. And tonight, our guest is someone who has been doing comedy on the local scene for maybe two months, maybe a little longer than that. Uh, I don't want to take all the credit in, in thrusting him into this horrible lifestyle, <laughs> but I did help it's a little bit. It's definitely your fault. I will okay. I'll take a lot, a little bit of credit for ruining your life. But it's Mr. Duncan Stone Street we're talking to tonight. Help us welcome him to the show, everybody. The crowd goes wild. Be here. I appreciate it. No problem, man. What you been up? What you been up to, brother? How you doing? Uh, I'm just chilling, man. I got three days off uh, from work, so one of them was to do this. I took a whole day off to prep for this, so <laughs> you guys should feel important. That's good. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, already hitting questions. I just I can't <laughs> believe Jacob got through the ad read without a stumble. That's like me that too. I was first. waiting. Wasn't that fucking dope, dude? Dude, I'm gonna get a job at WLOX. <laughs> I was listening like a spelling bee. I was waiting. I was waiting for the stumble, and it never happened. <laughs> And I even got the smiley face emoji at the end. I don't know what she wanted me to do. She wanted me to just go like. Is that? I was going to say, do you read it or make the face? Smiley I face. I don't know. Emoji. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's hey, one of those good, things bro. you just actually just say it out loud. Like smiley face emoji like you did. I think you did it. You did yeah. it good. You did it good. That's like, a, what's that movie where they go to high five? But instead of half. Oh, and Hot Tub Time Machine 2. They're like, instead of high five, and they just go high five, high five. And then that's a high five. Dude, that's such a deep cut. No one saw that fucking movie, bro. I know. I never. I, I saw the first one. I never saw the second. I know. I own yeah. it on DVD, which is why I know it's such a fucking deep cut. No one, yeah. no one saw that dog shit movie, yeah. bro. It was horrible. It was. They <laughs> should have just all, left it at one. Was it all the same people from the first one? Because the first one was good. John Cusack wasn't in it until the very end. Oh, yeah. And, and, and at the end, it was um, it was um, what do you, what do you call it? Reused footage from the first. Yeah, movie. it was a lot of stuff. From oh, the first really? Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they replaced him with Adam Scott from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like that guy as an actor. And him and Craig Robinson fucking that movie. It's awesome. <laughs> I forgot He's about like, that. it feels like you shoved a Buick up my butt. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, That's about the only part I remember, too. That and the whatever else I said earlier. Even hearing all that, I still have no uh, desire to watch that movie at all. Yeah, it's okay. Me either. It has boobies. I already in watched it. it. It has boobies. Yeah. There's a lot Most better movies do. out there that have boobies, Jacob. Terminator. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I've been binge watching so many shows right now. It's been crazy. Do they have boobies in them? Uh yeah, one of them did. Which one? Uh, well, uh, let me get a pin. Let me get a pin. 
It's, it's Future Man. You got to watch Future Man on Hulu. Has, and do you know the timestamp of the boobies or? Uh, not exactly, but it's like that's the best part. You just got to watch until there's a tit. Oh, See, it's like you, a surprise. You guys need yeah. to go back and just watch 80s movies. Like 80s or just movies. yeah, just watch Porky's, dude. That's yeah. Porky's is the prime. Porky's uh, it's Revenge. like a lot of other movies. The first one's the best. After that, they should have just stopped. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I know. Like after House. one, you're good. Just leave it at the at the classic and be done. And they're uh, 80s boobs, too. All natural. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's awesome, man. I should start watching 80s porn. Dude, it, <laughs> so were you there the night I told the joke about, like, my grandpa giving me a big-ass box of Playboys and, like, old box magazines? Yeah, yeah. You, Dude. Wait, he left you that in his will, didn't he? No, not really. I kind of made that part up. Oh, but okay, okay. My aunt and my grandma were like, here, you and your brother split these. Because she was like, I don't want these anywhere inside my house. <laughs> How do you split porn? That's got to be, be a weird prospect. But. Oh, yeah, no. I went through them by myself. They're, I had to shut the door and not allow another person. It was I, like, I yeah, I was like, guys, don't come in here for a while. I was like... I, <laughs> yeah, I just imagine you and your brother fighting over which type of magazines you like. No, I want Busty Blondes Five. You can't have it, dude. There were some like crazy ones, uh, but I, the only ones I really went through were like the old Playboy Playboys, just because like they had a, a lot of good interviews in them and stuff. Like yeah, one was sure. Chris Rock, one was Kevin Spacey. One, it was like all kinds of stuff. And then, uh, then Shout he had like Kevin the Spacey. Co- the collector's edition 2000 year 2000 it's like all tie-dye and stuff it's pretty cool i was like that'd be the only one i'd keep just because it's cool did yeah, he have man. any old like 70s and 80s ones with like you know 70s bush? oh yeah <laughs> all, all of them major bush even up to the, yeah it was crazy major bush reporting for duty yeah <laughs> yeah my grandpa was more of a hustler man yeah uh, there was some there was some old penthouse magazines in there penthouse yeah yeah no i liked hustler it 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 was very political though there's a lot of political cartoons in the middle of it and (laughs) the the interviews weren't as good but the the women and hustler way better i mean they just turned 18 yesterday like larry flint was not playing around man i'll take your word for it jacob i i uh the extent (laughs) of my knowledge goes to that box i got from my grandpa other than that yeah i didn't (laughs) I yeah, I know magazines that. are a thing of the past. You That's wanna, something that that you, Wally and Govna have brought up before. Is that like no one just buries magazines in the world right. anymore? Yeah, it's not a thing. Somebody hear my like, huh? you want to hear my horrible experience of ever buying a porn magazine when I turned eighteen? Absolutely, because of course this was nineteen ninety five. I turned eighteen, and uh, well. the, there was no internet porn yet. I mean, there was, but I didn't know how to do it, so. Turned eighteen. You I had to like, load it through the phone. Yeah, I was like, I, I need oh, porn. I need. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I had to psych myself up because this was in the days you had to go like, you know, to to the. It was like an adventure. Yeah, exactly. It was an like adventure. you had to plan your whole day around. You it. had to like make sure to like, um, uh, pick which uh, porn shop you were gonna go to, whichever one had the best cover, so that nobody would see you going in. 
Like you had to pick what time of day <laughs> you were going to go to like maximize your chances of not being seen. So pray to God you don't see somebody you know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so I go uh, to the porn. We used to have the uh, this porn shop on the beach called uh, what was it called? It was uh, the Adult Arcade, is what it was called. And, the one uh, is that the one on Pass? No, it was actually down on the beach. It was like right, oh. up, right about where um, Big Play is now, right around that area. <laughs> and that's a great place for one yeah it's just right next to where all the like children this is back in that's the awesome day. this was back in the day when highway 90 was was all seedy and like nasty yeah. so i went nice. down there and i was like all right i'm gonna go in real quick i'm just gonna grab something pay for it and and run out so i ran in there i didn't even look at what i was grabbing i just grabbed the first magazine i saw it was like one of those you know three packs for like three magazines for like 7.99 or whatever so i grabbed one Threw it up on the counter, paid my money, and I was out of there. And so I was like, I was on my way home, and I got home, open, like get my room, open up my bag, and it was like all bondage, like like hardcore oh, bondage <laughs> porn, like magazines. It was horrible. Like it was so <laughs> not sexy at all. It's like I've made a horrible mistake. Next thing you know, like your a- mom's like. Why are you obsessed with rope? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on with you? What are these outfits? You want, you want me to do what with these hooks? Yeah. Like, so it was terrible. Like, I ended up just throwing them away because they were just not, not sexy in the least. They were actually quite terrible. I feel like being the guy that runs in is weirder than being the guy that, like, actually walks around and looks for what he likes. Oh, now I'm that guy now. If I have to go to, like... <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> Like at least if you walk around, it looks like you have taste. Like you're not just some random dude that's like, "Yep, I'm gonna take this." Done. Yeah, you walk now. It's like you go to the fancy places like Trace Lace, and you walk in like, "Hmm, should I get a 28 inch double headed dildo?" Or (laughs) dude. So speaking of that, uh, Southbound Overstock and Wiggins, it's like one of those big giant. They just get shipped everything. And my my stepmom is friends with one of them, and they get pallets of all this leftover stuff, and they sell it in the store. Well, sometimes mm-hmm. they would get stuff that they can't sell in store, so they put it online. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they were going through boxes one day, and like, <laughs> my stepmom got this picture, and there was this lady standing next to like this giant double headed dildo <laughs> in the store. And then she was like leaning on it like a cane. It looked like a little pimp cane, dude. That thing was cheap. That didn't even make like, it to online. She took that home. No shit. That's what I said. I was like, she might not have sold that one. Who knows? Man. I don't know. I just. Yeah, things um, are quite different these days. Like back when I had to get porn, it was like, you know, those seedy, crappy little hole in the wall places like you didn't want to touch anything because you might like i think those places are where uh coronavirus uh originated from (laughs) was developed oh yeah and now you go like i said you go to like trace of lace you walk in there's like you know beautiful women working the counter and it's like it's all nice and bright in there you know everything is just like it just looks nice and it's like wow yeah. it actually smells good in here you could ask questions yeah it's like hey what what's the difference between these lubricants yeah yeah i don't know nothing about any of that i've never <laughs> been in one of those i'm a child of the 21st century so i i tell people all the time i'm so happy i have a cell phone like i i would have died like i couldn't yeah, survive man. pouring on the go 
wherever oh, yeah. you want. It's yeah. art on it's, the table. It's a magical world now. We had to work to get porn when I was a kid. Yeah. I I remember <laughs> a little bit. Like I I remember around like 2004, 2005 when I was a 4 or 5 year old. I hung out at the Van Cleve Library all the time. That was my stomping grounds. And I remember some people getting in trouble for watching porn on the computer. <laughs> because that was the time where if you wanted to watch porn and you were poor and you had a library card, yep. you just try to sneak it on the library computer and just try to kind of, you know, not draw attention to yourself. Right. Even though all the computers are facing towards the librarians <laughs> and you're obviously touching yourself in a library oh yeah obviously that's what you were doing jacob obviously. i was four years old bro <laughs> dude i remember sitting in class one day and we had just gotten the class laptops and this one kid got in trouble because we were like it was, it was science class and we we're looking up something about organisms and he was just like hey uh What's an or orgasm to our teacher? And he had pulled it up on the computer, and there was like a video playing, oh, and it was God. just like my teacher was like, "Okay, please get out." He's like, "Everybody, ignore what you saw." And I was like, "I will never forget this. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna." He's like, "Forget what you saw. Never, never, ever." I just remember like seeing just like the biggest pair of boobs, and then like. That I mean, and I think we were in like fifth grade, so at that time, that was enough to just I was mesmerized for life. He had to have googled a lot more than just the word orgasm because there's no yeah, way that whole porn video. <laughs> right, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he knew what it was. Yeah, because I because I remember being in like um, uh, already middle school, maybe like sixth grade, so about twelve years old. And I, and I was the biggest guy, so I would just stand in front of the computer and we'd all <laughs> huddle around it. And I remember guys just Googling, like, boobs. And, and that was it. <laughs> just Google boobs and be like, guys, we're going to watch porn. We're going to have porn like kings. And, and it, but then nothing comes up because you just, if you Google just boobs or orgasm, <laughs> it's just nothing. And, and like, if you, they'll just Google vagina. And it's just it's just labels. It's, yeah, it's just diagrams. If you Google the word vagina, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> gotta I don't a know. Little, a little bit more blue, man. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah. So what is it? How how old are you, Duncan? Uh, I just turned twenty one in April. He's two months younger than me. God, I'm turning forty four years old this Friday. I just want to know oh, yeah. what is it like to grow up in a world where everything is at your fingertips? Because like not only, you know, we're talking about you, you have porn in your your pocket at all times now, but you literally have the library of <laughs> Alexandria in your pockets pretty at much at this moment. Like they all the library the, of Alexandria of porn. Yeah, what, like not just that, I but like when I was a kid, like just going to the video store and praying that the movie you want is in, you know? Right. It's like having, well, a I still had stuff like that growing up. Like I, the little town I had, like we, we didn't have a blockbuster. We just had some dude who was so bored. He bought like a, a DVD store and he just ran it himself. Like it was the local <laughs> DVD store. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's rad. I'm not mad about it. I didn't even get a phone till I was in like eighth grade. Uh, yeah. Like now, I, I kept 
I kept I, losing it. I find myself getting aggravated if I go to watch a movie and I look up on Just Watch and it's not streaming anywhere and I have to rent it. I get angry. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. It pisses me. <laughs> like, when you go to Amazon Prime, if it pulls up, you should be able to watch it. I If it pulls up and I see the picture and I click on it, I should be able to watch it. That is, that is like the biggest crock of shit I've ever heard. They're like, oh, start your free trial. Well, then you got to do this. You got to do that. By that time, I could have just went and called somebody, bought the damn movie, and been done with it. So what am I doing with Amazon Prime? I don't know. Yeah. I, Sorry, I, just I got realized, before this. I realized that I have become so uh, spoiled with just everything. Like We're so spoiled as human beings to have everything we want. Like right in front of us, so I have, oh, yeah. to, I have to remind myself, like, dude, there was once a day where you wanted to watch Terminator, but it was not in the video store for like <laughs> months. <laughs> I had to wait or, to watch yeah. it, or some asshole hadn't turned it in yet. Yeah, they still had it and hadn't brought it back. Or they just late never like turned it months. in. Yeah, they just never turned it in, and, and and now blockbusters are shut down, and they're never gonna get that Terminator back. Yeah. Right. And now I'm getting mad because I got to pay 2.99 to watch like I don't know, <laughs> like watch a movie that's not yeah. streaming somewhere. Like how dare yeah. you not stream for free? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I do get angry at that shit. But I don't know. I'm I'm pretty old school for the most part until it yeah. comes to like TV and stuff cuz like I don't know. I'm just uh like half the time I leave my phone at the house when I go to work just cuz I'm Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't have friends. Well, I don't have Facebook. Same reason. I got rid of Facebook when I was in eighth grade. I haven't had a Facebook since eighth grade. Just because I was like, at 14 years old, I was like, holy shit, this is the biggest waste of time. I'm like, like, I was like, at 14, I realized that. I feel your pain, man, dude. I realize every day that Facebook is a waste of time, but the only reason I don't get rid of it is because of self-promotion. Like, Absolutely. if it wasn't right. for my podcast and stuff well, and, like, the comedy. I wasn't really promoting anything at 14, you yeah. know, other than for child predators, but, <laughs> like, that's the only promotion that was going on. But if it wasn't for these podcasts like, and the comedy, like, seriously, I would not have a Facebook. Like, I would just oh, delete yeah, that sure. shit. I was going to make one today yeah. just so I could share. I didn't realize uh, my first podcast was going to be all about porn and stuff, so <laughs> I can't wait for my family to see this and yeah. share Frank it and all the what loving did you people expect? I go to church with and stuff like that. So God's not someday. real, Duncan. Anyways. Let's talk about you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Official podcast stance. Bam. All right. Let's talk about you, bud. Um, I know. So walk us through why, how, and when you got started in comedy, even though I already know the answer. Walk it through everyone for everyone else. Okay. So I'll probably start with the win first because, I mean, I, I I started comedy technically right at the new year. Uh, but for the, you know, for the first couple months, I started showing up and uh, I would like introduce myself to everybody and stuff like that. And I kind of stopped being a bitch about it because mm. I'd always wanted to do it when I was in Hattiesburg at USM. Uh, they always had the mic at the keg and barrel. Yeah. And I'd always wanted to do that one. 
But it was like one of those things. I wasn't 21 yet. I was kind of a pussy. And I was never like that. Let's sneak in somewhere. I'm always like, fuck, I don't want that security guard to whoop my ass. So I'm not going to go. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But uh, yeah, so I kind of got started right at the new year, though. And why? Uh, it's probably just because, like, uh, shit, I've been making people laugh. Like, that's my favorite thing to do. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, I shouldn't have got so high. <laughs> Y'all fucked me up. So why is, yeah, because I just, man, I, I like comedy and I played a lot of sports in high school. Like that's all my life revolved around for the longest time. And like, you know, throughout that stuff, you know, you live for those moments where like you, your heart's fucking racing, like your brain, your adrenaline is so fucking high. And like comedy is the first thing that I've done since I quit playing sports. That's made me feel that way. So I was like, shit, this is awesome. And like, I can get fucked up while I do it. I don't have nobody <laughs> telling me what to do. Yeah. Like I, I want to go up there, talk shit for five minutes or do my perfect little tight five, whatever. I can do that. If I want to just go up there and blow a fart in a microphone, I would, I don't know. Like, but, uh, and then what was the other one? How, when, why? I, don't <laughs> I think you it. covered all of them. I'll, yeah. I'll keep it to one question. Yeah, don't hit me like that again. I don't like that. (laughs) You made me feel like the idiot. (laughs) So how do you come up with with your material? Like, uh, because I've only seen you twice. I saw you the other night, and then yeah, you saw me eat a bag of dicks Monday, man. Dude, that was a that was a tough crowd. That room was fucking crazy. (laughs) It was like pulling. It was like pulling teeth trying to to get laughs out of those people. And I went first. Because of Jacob Craig, I'm always just like, fuck it, I'll go first. What's like that? an asshole. And it ends up. But, uh, man, I I just come up with material. Uh, I grew up listening to stories. And so, like, from my grandparents to my parents to just crazy friends and people I've met among the years and stuff like that. And I just like to tell stories like my family does. So that's pretty much how I put it out there. I'm not much of like a real joke writer. I mean, I I think life is a fucking joke. So if you can explain it, tell everybody, fuck it. That was very Matthew McConaughey of you. (laughs) (laughs) I think life's just a fucking joke, man. So if you can just explain it, hop in my link and we'll talk. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) You remind me of a young Matthew McConaughey a little bit. Dude, yeah, that guy rocks. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> how do you how do you how do you follow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I've never I'm gotten just... that. I used to be fat, so I've never gotten yeah, me too. Matthew McConaughey. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I used to be fat, and then I'm also fat too. Or however the Mitch Hedberg joke went. I don't know. <laughs> I used to do drugs, and I still do drugs. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Monday night was a so, tough was a tough room, man. And uh, in the middle then, of my, I lost my voice in the middle of my set. I was just like oh, struggling yeah. to talk. Well, and then like it was one of those nights where I didn't even have the gold. You know, Nikki told us she wasn't gonna light anybody. Just 
do however much time yeah, you wanted. Yeah, because it was only like five of us. Yeah, <laughs> like, you ended that's up still do- a how much time did you end up though. doing, Jason? Uh, I don't even know. I I think you I think you did like eight to ten, probably. Yeah, I did somewhere around eight to ten minutes, but like at about the five minute mark, like I got this, yeah, like I couldn't talk anymore, and I was sure. struggling to talk. There was, was just like, what the hell. Like, the most quiet reactions ever to anything. Like I was just, I just didn't know what to do. And, and so, like, uh, yeah. Cause like some of the jokes I, I have that hit every time it was just like, you'd hear like two or three people in the corner. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can hear the fucking <laughs> drinks hitting the table yeah. louder than any fucking laugh. Hey, I'll tell you what, I will take that over people literally like screaming over you any day of the week because usually in that particular room there's people just going fucking bananas while you're trying to be like what's the deal with chicken nuggets (laughs) well everybody was paying attention it was just i don't know it was just a weird night where everybody was just like like just watching and they weren't laughing it was one of those nights where if Lino Rodriguez was there, he would have been like, what's wrong with everybody? Y'all, y'all's grandmas die? <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was one like, of those nights. It felt somber. Like, it was yeah, weird. It was, like, the whole night just felt... Not, I left early, like, uh, right after Kyla's... I think Kyla went up after me. I was like, I gotta go. I'm just yeah. I'm exhausted. Like, I, I couldn't sit there anymore. Fucking died a slow death up there. It was horrible. <laughs> But then, like, last night, Tuesday night, uh, Juke Joint, dude, everybody had a great fucking set. Like, we had people from Hattiesburg come in. Yeah. Everybody had a great set, and it was awesome. We all we all fucking killed it. I wanted it was, to come by last dope. night, but I didn't even get home till like, 7.30 last night. I was like, shit, I'm not going to make it. I was too tired. <laughs> we showed up late. I was just like, I'm, I, I don't care to be on time tonight. I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was working for the man. Yeah. Sadly. But so your first booked gig, you've already been booked on a show. Oh, God. Yeah. Tell me about the woman that walked into the speaker during your set. Dude. So, yeah, that that actually happened towards the end uh, of me dying. Uh, I heard um, you were going pretty rough up there. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, but it was like it was one of those mind things too, because like that was my first book gig. It was my first time doing more than five minutes, too. Yeah. So that in and of itself scared the shit out of me. Um, but yeah, so like the whole time I'm on stage, like the people are still ordering, the people are still like shuffling around, people are still going to the bathroom, smoking cigs, walking in and out right in front of the stage. And like the stage is right next to the door. And I, it was just like everything got into my head. And then I just went up there and ate a shit sandwich without the bread. It was horrible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so towards the end of the set, this lady who like 10 minutes before was outside, we were talking about, hey, we're comedians. And she was like, oh my God, that's so funny. And she was like, today's generation is so crazy and it's all Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's fault. And we're like, all right, we're going to go tell jokes now. See you later. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the lady who ran into the speaker later. Weird. Where was this at? At the cannery. Oh, I haven't been there. In uh, Wool Market. 
Dude, it's a dope venue. Terry just got the whole stage reset. It's going to be awesome. It's 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 going to be set up a whole lot better. It's going to be pretty dope. But yeah, then she like face planted into the speaker and made it do like a 90 degree turn and then was like, woo! And then like started shaking her ass and then walked out. I was like, God. hell yeah. But my question is why? <laughs> Fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> she just she just got up and walked into the speaker. Yeah, she was like, "I'm I need a cigarette or some you know something white trash people say and fucking that's what happened." <laughs> that's that's like the best heckler I've ever seen. Yeah, She's it like, was the most passive aggressive heckler in, <laughs> in, the, in the history of hecklers. Like, like, like if like if you really want to ruin a comedy show. Just walk into the fucking speaker and, and then I, be like, yeah, and then leave. I guess she thought like I was a singer or something, and in her head, she was feeling music, and I don't know, like, she thought it was a concert and was just like, yeah, I'm going to shake my ass to this guy telling jokes. And I was all like, right. all right, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, all right. That's a new just, level. Uh, that's a new level of heckling. You just get up and walk into the speaker and be like, I can't have a cigarette. I'll see you later. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> like, bananas. There will nothing bananas. will ruin my set faster than that. I think it was insane. But if I, you're uh, bombing, I can imagine nothing is more welcome than someone just face planting <laughs> into the fucking speaker. Oh, dude! And then like, so you know, like when you're doing a show and you try your new stuff out, blah blah blah, and then if nothing's working, you go to your shit that works, right? Mm-hmm. So. I start talking about fucking black girls. I had a whole table get up and walk out the back door. Well, like, hold on. It Let was like a table this. of six people. Let me ask you this. Were they black girls? No, it was all a bunch of white people. They probably never fucked a black girl before. That's why they left. Well, it was obvious. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they weren't down for that. So, my old reliable didn't really work that well. And, uh, yeah, they fucking was not having it so they walked out until i was off and then they just hustled back in i didn't care yeah i paid when did comedy again the next week his on it yeah man i've been through the same exact thing where you you start a bit before you even before you even like get the premise of the bit out some people are just like yeah no we're good oh yeah yeah (laughs) they just shit on it from the start well, that's what happens when you skirt on the edge of controversial. You know what I mean? Right. You start a little controversial and then you walk it back into a punchline. You know, yeah. when, you, when you drop it on a crowd, sometimes they're just like, nah, yeah. I'm good. Right. Exactly. And it's like one of those, th- it's a commitment thing. That's what I was saying. All that stuff got in my head and like I was not delivering my jokes the way I knew I could. So yeah. like I, I wasn't bummed out that I had a bad show. I was just bummed out like I didn't. I didn't do the best I, I knew I could. Yeah. So it, was, it was definitely one of those, like, shit, I don't ever want to feel like that again. And then Monday night happened, and I felt exactly the same. <laughs> so I was like, hey, it, don't feel bad. <laughs> I, I had, like, three bombs in a row before I did uh, uh, the, the B-Lux uh, show a uh, week or so ago and just killed yeah. that room. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm still I got to go to that. I'm still in it. work. <laughs> had to work. And I don't think horrible. I don't think Monday I don't feel like it was a bomb. I feel like it was I was just sort of like 
it was almost like working out a set list by myself, but there was for sure, for sure. It was definitely because it was, it was like no, no reactions whatsoever. So you're just sitting there like, uh, like every laugh you got, you earned it because they were not giving them bitches (laughs) out at all. Yeah, yeah, I've done shows like that before. I've done book shows like that before where it'll just get to the point where I'm looking around. It's like, you guys, you, you know you're at a comedy show, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, That's you know, I'm, I'm not serious. I'm it's like, you crazy. know, we're trying to laugh here. Yeah, right. Some well, people just don't get it, man. Mississippi's a crazy spot. <laughs> we're getting down to the last few minutes. Uh, Duncan, uh, do you have any social media for uh, for people to follow you at? Uh. I was actually going to make a Facebook after this and make this my first post, a link or a share of this, however that shit works. I haven't had Facebook since 14, so I'll probably have to figure that out again. (laughs) So you have like a Twitter uh, or Instagram, anything? Nah, man, I work for a living. Uh, (laughs) Like, like, this this is great and all, but no, I... uh, Shit, no, I have Instagram, but that's kind of like my personal one. I don't ever post on it, so there ain't right. no point in nobody following it. So, <laughs> yeah, you just accepted my follow request for me to be able yeah. to follow you. Yeah, I was shitting when I did it. <laughs> that's yeah. the only way to do it, man. I feel like that's yeah, the only almost, time you you think of me is when you're shitting. Yeah, I almost started this Zoom meeting while I was shitting because I was almost late. <laughs> I was going to start on my phone and end on the laptop, but hey, whatever. Awesome. Made it just and pinched it off right in time. We should do an episode like that. We should do an episode from our toilet. From the toilet? Yeah. Genital <laughs> from the waist up or waist down? Uh, either one. Well, Should we put like a microphone in the toilet too so everybody can hear? No, that's a fucking stupid idea. Why would you say that? Dude, you know how many likes a fart <laughs> can get on the internet right now? <laughs> These NFTs are going fucking nuts, man. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. Well, any uh any shows you got coming up that you want to promote? Nope. Nothing shows? at all. First book show is in the past. Uh I don't have nothing so far. Just catch me on Monday and Tuesday nights, open mics, uh District on the Alley and Juke Joint. That's all I got right now, man. Fantastic. What about you, Jacob? You got any book shows coming up? Yeah, so um, today's Wednesday. Okay, tomorrow night at Tracks and Long Beach, I'm going to be starting the first day of my tour. So that's tomorrow night at Tracks and Long Beach, and then Friday night at Slapsticks in Panama City, and then Saturday night at the Electric Piano Parlor in Mobile. And tickets for that are going to be $5. If you're listening and you're a comedian, uh, comedians never pay to get in on book shows, so come on by and hang out and you know maybe you'll get a chance to do some stage time no promises but um, yeah uh, what i got going on awesome uh the only book show i have right now is the 27th of june uh in pensacola with miss nikki coleman uh when i know more about that i will let everybody know so uh, i'm gonna go ahead and play our music and get us out of here if you would like yeah. to email us you can email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com we are at openmicers on twitter uh open micers podcast on facebook and of course if you'd like to join our patreon and help out the show go over to openmicers.com and uh that's gonna do it for tonight thank you to our guest mr duncan stone street and we'll see you guys next week